Hi, friends. Welcome to the Hi Friend Podcast. My name is Sarah, and this is a podcast I started with my best friend, Kaylee, to share our perspectives of navigating the mysterious, exciting, and sometimes daunting journey of being single women in our 30s, living into our dreams, figuring things out as we go, and celebrating the beauty through it all. As life enters a new season for both of us, we hope this will be a space where you get to experience freedom to live the life you were created for and deep joy to delight in the journey along the way. By inviting you to listen in on our conversations, through sharing my stories, and by adding new friends to the mix as well. I'm so excited you're here, and I can't wait to create and live out our most beautiful lives together. Hi, friends. Happy Thursday, and welcome back to the Hi Friend Podcast. I am so excited you're here, and I am recording this very late at night and trying to pack in so much before I take off in the morning to go see my family up in Bend and squish my chubby little nephew, which I'm so, so excited about. But I really need to make this one a fast one. But the topic is something that I, it's just a quick little tip that I wanted to pass along and give an example, a few examples of. So I think I can do it. Um, But before I dive into that, I did want to share, I know I alluded to this the other week, but I was a guest on one of my very favorite podcasts this week. I've talked about Shaney's podcast before. It's called A Single Serving Podcast, and I found it through my friend Jake um, because he was a guest initially, and we connected, and I just really, really love the the work that Shaney is doing and the community that she's built, and it's really fun to be a part of the Facebook group, and so we ended up talking and realized that we had enough to talk about on an episode. So um, I was on this week's episode that aired on Monday, um, the 5th, August 5th, and the title of it is called Women Eating Bread. (laughs) And um, it's actually all about uh, sensuality and being single and what that looks like and kind of some of the reframes that I've done in my own life and then um, some of the struggles that maybe I still do have from time to time with being single, but then, um, kind of just sharing some, some thoughts and I guess tips on things that have really helped expand my view of sensuality in the season that I'm in. And so, yeah, it was really fun. I, um, it was fun seeing people enjoy the episode. And so if you haven't listened, I would recommend hopping on over and listening to that when you have a chance. Okay. So with that, I am not talking about something relationship-based or single-based this week, but it's actually around the topic of productivity. So I think I mentioned that there have been some times lately where I feel like I've had a really hard time buckling down on certain tasks or I find myself getting frustrated um, either at like the end of a day or even in the middle of the day when I realize that I'm just wasting my time on activities that I know aren't beneficial to me. And so... This is something, it's a concept that I learned a little bit ago, but it really keeps coming back to the surface. And in full transparency, I'm still in the thick of of learning to apply this to my life. So I am not on the other side saying that this is the magic bullet. It has totally worked for me, but because I'm still there, I'm still working on um, creating this life of that is more productive and in line with the goals that I have for myself. But I have noticed that 
as I've been more conscious of this ta- this practice this week, um, it really has helped shift my behaviors a lot. And what I love the most about it is that it's not just um, like tactical productivity tips, but I think it's a really good solid base that is based in like theory and um, and just more like a deeper sense of self and that helps build on that you can then build the, the tactics and the like the more tangible practices onto that. So with that, um, I, yeah, so like, because I know that we all know that there's certain productivity tactics that we could all be doing if you've listened to or like read any business blogs or listen to any podcasts. Um, it doesn't take too much to learn that, there, you know, we should be scheduling out our time. We should doing like chunking down our time. We should be removing distractions, um, learning how to get into focused workspace where we're not interrupted every 15 minutes or every 30 seconds by a notification or whatever it might be. But this again is something that is like a more holistic view. Um, and that I think is a really good starting point for getting really productive and shifting behaviors in yourself. So there are two different steps to this. The first step is that you start with imagining the highest version of yourself. And here's what I mean by that. So who is the version of yourself who is already living your absolute dream life, who already has their dream job, who has their dream salary, dream home, the family, etc. Like whatever it is that in your wildest dreams is the life that you've always imagined or that you think would be the most fun or the most fulfilling or rewarding that life is being lived by the highest version of yourself. So it helps to get really specific here. And as I've gone through this practice multiple times, it it always slightly changes, but I just love spending time imagining what my life would look like if I had everything I ever wanted. And I don't just mean that on a material level. I, I mean, like if I was truly fulfilled in the work I was doing, if I was making a difference, if I was the most like loving and, um, evolved version of myself, um, what would that look like? And so beyond just imagining that, it's also so helpful to actually write it all out. So when I would do this, I would follow certain prompts, but basically these were some of the questions that I would be answering. I would write out what my schedule looks like, how I would spend my days, what my home would look like, even the kind of clothes that I'd be wearing, what I'll be doing for work, the kind of people I'd be hanging out with, even the books I'd be reading and down to like the people that I would follow on social media and so on. So the more detailed you can get, the better. So now here's the second part of it. So once you have this vision of yourself and imagine how it feels to already be living that life. So that's really important too. It's not just like a visual picture of it, but it's like, how will it feel um, when you are walking into your job every day or writing the book that you're writing or standing on stage and giving that speech, like whatever it might be, like, what is that feeling either after you've accomplished it or just in your day-to-day life that that is such an important part of visualizing this too. Um, so once you have all that, then you get to run everything in your current life past the filter of that person. So here's what I mean by that. So does the highest version of yourself, let's say someone who is running their own company, who makes time for their friends and family and can travel, who prioritizes self-care and isn't like working themselves into the ground, um, but is doing impactful work in the world, are 
they someone who starts their morning every day by spending 20 minutes on Instagram? Are they someone who says yes to a social event in the middle of the day when they promise themselves they'd be using that time for writing instead? Do they eat three donuts for lunch because they didn't feel like making a salad or putting together a more like nutritious meal? So you get the picture and obviously those goals are going to be different for every single person, but it is just a way to kind of imagine a different version of yourself because you already know your patterns in the way that you are. That's why you're either stuck in the ways that you are or like haven't been able to shift out of that. So sometimes we need to like take ourselves, our current self out of the equation and imagine a different version of that um, to be able to even begin to imagine like what that their their habits would look like um, their day-to-day life their routines and all of that so if it's too difficult or weird for you to picture what the highest version of yourself is like then sometimes it's easier to start with someone who you already like really admire or who is on a similar path as you in work so to give just one example of someone who clearly you know how I feel about, but I've mentioned her multiple times, multiple times, Cara Lowenthal. Um, she has the unf your brain <laughs> podcast that everyone needs to listen to. Um, so sometimes like if I am, so she's a podcaster. If you don't know, she runs her own business that is like multiple seven figures and it's a business that helps people with their own self-growth and she leads courses and is a coach and um but she also like has time for friends and dating and family time and traveling and all of that um so for me she's someone who you know while of course I don't want her exact same life or career path um I really admire like her work ethic and the things that she's accomplishing um and just the way that she's um showing up in the world And so like, let's say if I catch myself gravitating towards Facebook in the middle of a task, I will sometimes literally ask myself, would Cara waste 15 minutes of her day checking other people's posts on social media? (laughs) Absolutely not. She, she is someone to me that values her time. She knows what is going to, that she knows that getting off track is going to cost her. Um, she probably hardly even uses social media herself because she's efficiently hired a team to handle that for her, um, and so forth and so forth. So sometimes it might be easier to imagine like a celebrity or a, like a business person and say like, is this, is that person someone who would spend an hour of their day on Instagram, two hours of their day on Instagram. Is that, and it's not all social media related, of course, but it's like, is that someone who would skip their workout today? Um, and not in like a super legalistic way, but I, um, I just think it can be helpful to uh, imagine the life of someone else, ideally ourselves, um, that is living the life that we want to. And then from there, it just feels so much easier to visualize like what the day-to-day steps would be to get to that point. Because a lot of times I think that we have already labeled ourselves as someone who maybe is lazy or that gets easily distracted or who will never be motivated or disciplined enough to start their own business. So um, like when you get that thought pattern stuck in your head, it can be really hard to break free from that. So that this practice and this tool to me is such an effective way to, to get out of that rhythm that we or the beliefs that we already have ingrained in ourselves. So a similar practice along these same lines is 
the practice of acting as if. So this is specific kind of like to the manifestation world. Um, and it is so, so helpful. And if you think that manifestation is like too weird or woo woo or that like law of attraction stuff is not totally in your realm of things that you're interested in, that's totally fine. Um, you can think of it as a cognitive behavioral practice instead because technically these are just thoughts that you're having that will then play out into behaviors in your life. So, um, but you'll find these same like concepts in, in all those different schools of thought. So that's what I think is cool is there's so much overlap here. So the idea behind acting as if is just as it sounds to act as if you already have the goal that you want to achieve, the salary, the job, the relationship, etc. And then you do the behaviors that that person would be doing right now. So a small example, I know I'm kind of focusing on social media, but let's say you want to be, let's say you want to be someone who has a hundred thousand Instagram followers. So like that is your goal. Like maybe you look at someone that you admire that has a ton of followers and you're like, oh, if I just had that many followers, like I would be so confident or it would be so easy for me to do this. Or I feel like I could get away with writing this caption because people would already trust me or like me. So you can take that same logic and just start applying it right now. So um, imagine that you are someone who has 100,000 Instagram followers. Like you wake up tomorrow, you have 100,000 Instagram followers. If that is true, how would you be posting to that account? How would you be talking to your followers? How would you be showing up on your platform? And imagine what that would look like and then just start acting as if that is already true. So sometimes that can feel weird because you're like, well, I don't have that many people watching my stories, so it feels weird to like talk to a bunch of people, but it is it's the same thing. Like you would be providing value, like it's not um, it doesn't matter the amount of people that are actually following you. It's just a concept in your mind that you feel like you give yourself permission to be a certain way once it gets to that level. Um, so yeah, it's just a helpful tool to start like acting that way um, as if you've already achieved that goal. And that can be in so many different categories of your life too, not just social media, clearly. So when I first learned these concepts, it like totally blew my mind and it, it helped me to be able to visualize my own growth and feel like I could see myself making progress um, due to the fact that like, again, this is on such a deeper theor- theoretical level. So having that baseline of like being able to return to this set point that I had set for myself um, was so necessary before I could start incorporating in um like the more practical tools of getting organized and taking massive action um, because absolutely those things need to be there too. Like this is not just, um, I don't just believe in just visualizing (laughs) your dream world and then think that everything's going to get drawn to you like a magnet. Like, of course, like that has to be paired with action and um, inspired action and all of that. So um, yeah, this just became such a helpful way to have a filter by which I could run all my day-to-day decisions by that is personal to me. So it's not just the things that like business people are spouting out on online or on podcasts, but like it's in line with the life that I want to have. Um, and that just felt like the most useful way that I could go about this. But I also apply this to other areas of my life as well. So it's not just the career category. Um, So for instance, like you can even imagine the kind of daughter that you'd most like to be. Um, And then when you picture like the character of that person and the the way that they interact with their parents or their family, like then you could ask a question of yourself, like how would that person who I'm imagining respond to a comment that your parents made that would typically make you upset? 
or if you want to use it in a partnership, like imagine the kind of partner that you'd like to be. So if in your dream world, you are someone who never gets jealous and that is just not a part of your own personal experience or your relationship, um, then how would a person, how would that person behave or speak around their partner in a way that only invokes trust and love and, um, doesn't leave any space for jealousy and so forth. It's, honestly such a fun game to play because um, I really believe that if you are able to imagine it then that means that it is possible and available to you so it's just kind of getting to like speed up the process a little bit or get a glimpse into what that future version of yourself will look like and I know I've mentioned the future self journaling practice from the holistic psychologist before but this whole concept is Um, kind of woven into the daily questions um, because that you go through every day because two of them are uh, one of the questions is three traits that my future self will have are and then the other one is and the person I'm becoming will experience more dot 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 so having that as a part of my daily practice like that isn't me imagining that future self necessarily but those are more like characteristics um, about who I am and the type of person that I want to become. Um, but that has been really helpful in being able to like visualize how it will feel when I'm, when I'm there someday. Okay. And so to wrap things up, the last tip that might help visualize, that might help you visualize how this works is, um, I'm not sure if you've watched Beyonce's Coachella performance on Netflix, or it could really be any of her performances for that matter. Um, But one of the things that struck me the most about watching that was the fact that she takes on a persona, which if you know, she's explained this before, she's the self-coined alter ego, Sasha Fierce. And it's an energy that is so insanely palpable that it almost kind of seems like she's possessed. As, As I was watching her, I was like, that is not the same Beyonce that is like talking to her team and her manager off stage where she's like this gentle, like kind, um, not that she's not kind on stage, but there's just like such a, like almost a completely different woman who is on that stage than who, and I know I don't know her personally, but even just from watching her, um, but it's like this level of confidence and fierceness and like wild, (laughs) almost like, yeah, just wild primal side of her that comes out that is so impressive and so um, instead of that being like an inconsistent disingenuous thing I actually think it shows us what an incredibly powerful tool that stepping into your alter ego or your higher self can be because it shows that you have the ability to channel a totally other personality or version of yourself just because you can already visualize it and that's all that this is so it helps give us this greater freedom and permission to step into a higher version of ourself when we flip that switch in our brain and start acting as if we already have the confidence, energy, countenance, and the life of our dreams. And you can even go ahead and give that alter ego a name for yourself if you'd like too. <laughs> okay. So last week I gave you the journaling prompt to think of something that you were maybe holding back on in your life or waiting to do until you reached a certain point and to find a way to go and do that thing right now. And so for this week, I want you to try writing out and describing the highest version of yourself and get really detailed with it. 
have a lot of fun with it, and then just try running one action or decision by the question, what would my higher self do in this moment? And that's all. And I promise it will be a really fun exercise. You can go back and listen to some of the questions I had, but basically just imagine what the highest version of yourself would be doing on a daily basis for work, with their family, how they would be, how they would show up in the world, the types of foods they'd be eating, the rituals that they would be adhering to, etc. Um, and that's all. And then let me know how it goes if you do this. You can either send me a message over at Glittering Grace on Instagram or leave a comment on the show notes for this post over at highfriend.co. Or best of all, you could leave me a review on iTunes letting me know how this podcast or this episode totally changed your life, and I would be so, so grateful. Okay. With that, friends, I am going to sign off. I'm going to finish packing. (laughs) I actually need to take a shower still and get ready to go see my family. So I hope you have a most wonderful and beautiful weekend and you're enjoying your August and I can't wait to see you back next week and excited to share some fun upcoming episodes that are coming. So stay tuned and thanks again so much for being here. Bye friends.